Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and I am a therapist on a mission to bridge the gap between mental and emotional health and faith. Today, you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Remember, these episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your own therapist. I am excited about this new mini-series that we are beginning. It's only going to be three episodes long, but it's something that God continues to put on my heart. I see it popping up everywhere in my own life, in the lives of people I counsel, and family and friends, and stuff I observe online, and so it's time. We've got to go here. And it's all about hard conversations. Oh my goodness, friends. I honestly am already suspecting that three episodes may not be enough. So we might have to circle back around to this again in the fall. But I just have to start the conversation. And here's where we're going to start this week. We're going to start with the real reasons that we avoid these hard conversations Because if you know me at all, I very much am a why girl. If you can help me to understand why I do something, why my knee-jerk reaction is to go a certain way, I have a, a better time moving forward and adopting new ways of doing things. And so I wanna do that. Before we start talking about how to have healthy, hard conversations and different things that are practical, we have to hit the pause button and go, okay, why do we avoid these things? Because I don't need to tell you that having hard conversations is necessary. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. I think it's on next week's episode, but I feel like, we, okay, we have to hit pause. We got to look at why do we avoid these things? And maybe you're not like me. I, I, for most of my life, have avoided hard conversations. Thankfully, this is an area the Lord has worked with me a lot on. I think also becoming a therapist has helped me with this. I have just seen so much fruit come from being willing to have hard conversations that now I don't back down from them. In fact, sometimes I might be real quick, I mean, much quicker than I ever was before to have them. So contrary to what we lead ourselves to believe, we are not always taking the higher road by not saying anything. Right? Have you ever had that happen where somebody hurt your feelings and you had the thought, well, I just, I'll just let this one go. It's fine. And absolutely, there's a time for just saying, you know what? That's not a big deal. It doesn't even matter. It's not, you know, not important enough to me to bring it up. There's absolutely. And so this is not referring to those moments. What we're talking about today is when something happens and it does hurt you deeply. Even if you don't necessarily want to admit it, it does hurt you and it does affect the relationship. It does affect a work environment, whatever it might be. These are the hard conversations we're talking about, okay? So having healthy, notice how I keep saying healthy, hard conversations is taking the road less traveled and your relationships will thank you for doing so. So I wrote down just a few, I know there's more than this, okay, but I wrote down a few of the reasons that I believe we avoid having hard conversations. First of all, they require things that we're afraid to give. Those things are being vulnerable. Ooh, it's vulnerable to have a hard conversation and let somebody know, hey, you hurt my feelings or hey, whatever the thing may be, that takes vulnerability. It takes humility because sometimes we have to be the one who comes in and says, 
I was wrong. I'm so sorry. And humble yourself and ask for their forgiveness. Um, sometimes we have to be the one extending forgiveness. Sometimes we have to take responsibility, again, for our part that we played in something. And then sometimes it requires us to set boundaries. You know, having that conversation with somebody and saying, hey, you can't, like letting them know of this boundaries. Boundaries is a whole nother thing that I, you'll probably see me do see me do a series on in the future because they're extremely important. However, most of us are walking around with unspoken boundaries and we get really offended when people cross those unspoken boundaries, but it's really not fair to other people because we never had a hard conversation and told them about that boundary. Okay, and so these are just a few of the things that we will have to give and we don't wanna do those things. Those are all really hard things to do. So another reason I think that we avoid hard conversations is because that healthy hard conversation requires us to do some self-reflection. Again, just having a hard conversation in an unhealthy way, we don't always stop and think about what we're about to do and what this means of us and, and of the other person we're in relationship with. But if you're going to have a healthy hard conversation, you are going to have to do some self-reflection. You are going to have to look internally first and go, okay, what role did I play in this? Or, okay, why did this really hurt me as deeply as it did? Different things like that, that again, a lot of us would prefer to just avoid that self-reflection because it's sometimes scary to do some self-reflecting. Uh, another reason that we look, why we avoid these hard conversations is because as humans, I think we all can admit, we look for quick fixes. Look around at our environment. We're all about fast food, fast growth, fast weight loss, fast results, you know, overnight success, fast, fast, fast is what we are after as a society. It's just the society we live in. And so you're kind of swimming upstream when you do things differently. And a hard conversation doesn't offer an easy way out. It's not a quick fix. So the easy way out looks like maybe gossiping about the situation or the person, but never bringing it to their direct attention. The easy way out can also look like harboring bitterness, resentment, or purposefully distancing yourself from that relationship. But my friends, sweeping things under the rug, it not only ruins our relationship with the person or our work environment or whatever it might be, but in the long run, it's also gonna affect our other, any new relationships that come up or a new job that pops up because of unresolved conflict. And again, this is the difference I'm referring to here. There are a lot of things. For example, let me give you a good example of something that you could brush off and, you know, let go. Somebody, you know, cuts you off in the traffic line, right? That's something we should let go of. <laughs> I don't need to follow that car and when they park at the store, get out and go up to them and be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna have a hard conversation with you and tell you how offended I am that you cut me off. No, those are the types of things we, we let that kind of stuff go. But we know that it's not one of those kinds of things that you can just brush off and let go and, and extend forgiveness without saying a word. If it affects you and your relationship with that person, right? If you're in close relationship with them and all you can think about or all the, the things that come up, for example, 
Here's a great way to know if you need to have a hard conversation. Have you ever gotten into a fight with a friend or a spouse or a coworker? And the first thing that starts to happen when you're fighting is you're recalling all these memories where they did something wrong to you, right? Where you're telling them, well, well, you did this and you did that and you did this and you did that. And um, you thought you let those things go, right? Those were the things that you said, oh, I'll just let those things go. I just won't bring it up. Well, then you really didn't let them go because they're still there. <laughs> if they're still coming up, when you find yourself in a heated moment or emotionally charged, you know those things have not been resolved. And I, I just want to encourage you with something. This, again, next week we're going to dive into, I'm going to give you some practical steps too in the next couple episodes on, on how to have these healthy, hard conversations. But again, today I just wanted to bring to our awareness why we tend to avoid these hard conversations. And of course, you know me, I'm going to give you a chance to reflect on maybe why you avoid hard conversations because newsflash, this probably isn't a newsflash, all those ways that I just shared with you why we avoid are ways that I have personally experienced. And so we all have different reasons for why we avoid hard conversations for a lot of people Maybe you grew up in an environment where there was a lot of yelling and a lot of fighting. And so you correlate a hard conversation with yelling and fighting when that's not true. And in fact, a healthy, hard conversation, there shouldn't be yelling. There shouldn't be belittling or verbal abuse. There should just be two, you know, healthy adult people having a hard but good conversation and honestly bringing to each other, hey, when you did this, it made me feel this way. Or, you know, just in a uh, calm and a not emotionally in charge, charged way. Oh my goodness, it leads to so much fruit. All right, so each of these episodes, I'm gonna do something with you. I'm gonna give you a conversation challenge. All right, are you ready? So this week, underneath the conversation challenge, here's what we've got. I want you to reflect on this. What are you afraid of when you think of having a hard conversation? Take time to self-reflect and see what you can take personal responsibility for this week. Having a hard conversation takes two people, right? If you have a relationship, there's, of course, sometimes there's more than two people involved, but for today's purposes, we're talking about two people being involved. It takes two both parties have to have some level of responsibility. So I want you to just get honest with yourself and just say, what is it that comes up for me when I think about having a hard conversation? It's going to be really important for you to know that about yourself because as we progress in the next couple of episodes, once you know what it is that's a barrier for you, you can use that piece of self-awareness as a way to know, okay, then this is going to be really important as I get into the practical steps of how to have those healthy, hard conversations. And next, this is the next thing I just have to say, we have to ask God, I want you to ask God this, to show you any fears or thoughts that are not from him about having hard conversations. I love how Jesus was such a great model of he, he did nothing but have hard conversations. He would call things out that most people in the room kind of, you know, I envision being there in the room with Jesus sometimes, and I'm sure the room fell silent at times because he would say things in a way that just got to the heart of the matter. He was not belittling. He was not judgmental, but he called out the hard 
good things and just would bring them into the light. And that should be the purpose of a healthy, hard conversation. Not to belittle, not to make somebody feel small, but to bring fruit, to bring change, and to make that relationship that much stronger because you love that person and that relationship too much to not say anything. And that's actually going to be something I'm going to share with you next week in this episode is really being clear with people when we have these hard conversations of that right there. The reason we're doing these things is because I love you too much to not bring up this because I would hate for a relationship to end over something that could have been resolved with a really good conversation. All right, let me pray over you in this area of having these healthy, hard conversations. Father, I thank you that you gave us voices and words and ears that we could have communication with our fellow human beings. I thank you that communication and having conversations was your idea. I just pray for every single person sitting under the sound of my voice. Would you help them to have courage to do some self-reflection and just see what you bring up to them when they think about having hard conversations with people in their life that they love, that you would just show them what it is that's holding them back from doing that. I pray for peace in their hearts. I pray for an extra dose of courage to speak up when they need to, but also wisdom to be quiet when they need to. May we only speak when you tell us to. And may our words bring glory to you. And may our words bring restoration to relationships because of you. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, friends. Hey, a resource that I have on this topic of communication that I'd love for you to grab. You can get it at rachelgilbert.com forward slash marriage. It's all about healthy communication. And guess what? It applies to every type of relationship. So you can grab it free at the website. And that link is in today's show notes as well. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. And I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.